Hello, welcome. Uh, today I'm joined by Aditya. Um, so, where are you from, Aditya? If I'm saying well, that right. <laughs> well, hello everybody. My name is Aditya and uh, people uh, mostly know me as Dorito, so I'm from India. Cool. So, um, whereabouts more specifically in India? Well, I am located uh, like in the central part of the India. Like I'm located in, um, it's called Madhya Pradesh and uh, I'm located from a city known as Ujjain. Okay. How close is that to the like capital? And isn't the capital, I think, what, new? No, I feel like, oh, I don't want to get it wrong. So what's the capital, first of all? The capital of India is Delhi. And yeah. uh, it's, it's roughly like two or three states apart. So. I think it's like hours away from here, like something like six or ten hours away hmm. from here. Six or ten. Okay. Well, obviously, there's probably a, a difference in. So for me, six or ten hours is like really long because I, I live in a really small uh, country. So like I live, I would say, close to London, the capital. I live about an hour away on a train. Um, I, I wasn't particularly talking about the time. I was uh, more of telling you about oh, like, right. events covered. Uh, like if you okay. go about by a train or something, uh, if you go about by a plane or something, I think it's like four or five hours. All right. Okay. Um, so I think, so I was going to talk about uh, language. So first of all, what what's your first language? My first language is Hindi and uh, English is like the language I speak because it's a, if you don't know, English is quite popular here in India and many mm. states like the metropolitan cities here, they basically speak English more than they speak the language of like their culture. So, yeah, because yeah. I think I know a tiny bit ish about like languages in India and that's quite a broad range. Um, so I think. Obviously, I think Hindi is the most popular one, but isn't there other native Indian languages? Yes, there are quite a lot. Like here, like even as the language Hindi here, it as you go along like the edges of like another state or something, the accent of Hindi and all that changes because mm. it's not particularly safe. It's not particularly another language. It's just like Hindi in quite often other accent like changing the words yeah like some words carry over because if i go on google translate and if i look up um hello in hindi it's like namaste or something like that but i'm pretty sure yeah. a while ago you told me that you just say hello in, in when you're speaking in hindi just say hello as you would in english well uh, particularly namaste is here treated as a greeting to someone who is um, particularly elderly to you or a visitor so that's like a, or a someone, polite thing. Yeah, it's polite. We're saying like here also, if you are an Indian, if you meet someone, you would like as a friend, if you greet a friend, you would say, hello, um, how are you? And all that. And then you uh, go along with the normal dialogues. But uh, as you're greeting someone or you're meeting someone with elderly to you or you want to show uh, more respect than you all uh, mostly do when you say namaste. So the language, I think... Isn't there something called like Hindustani or something where it's like a, a combination of languages or like a variation? And there's lots of point, different point parts of the language that are basically mixed with other ones, but mainly with English, I think. Well, 
uh, I didn't get quite get your question right there. So what was it again? Oh, basically, I'm asking uh, about um, how the the language changes. And okay, that, it wasn't a very solid question to be fair. But does area depend on your language? Is that what? So say if you're from one part of India, would you have a different like sounding language to another? And how drastic is the change? changes are really drastic like um i am not sure if you have heard about canada but uh, the one of the like castes here or what do you say for religion mm-hmm. like they're punjabi yeah. and they speak punjabi and uh, canada has quite a lot of punjabis okay isn't there another language called like bengali or something is that an indian language yeah, yeah bengali is the southern part of india it's basically we're all uh, like uh, how would i say that um those people like the ones who are mostly speaking english and the ones who are uh, called that they are in metropolitan cities so those are the ones okay um so as regards to um learning english or just learning languages in general so in the uk Uh, if you learn if you can like if you're bilingual basically people consider that as like a really cool thing like that's quite a fascinating thing like the only reason that someone would be bilingual bilingual in like England or, or Britain would be if you're Welsh or Irish or if you're you have family from somewhere else in the world or if you're just really, really good at school and, and it's quite like a rare thing whereas in other cultures and countries it's like incredibly common like if you're not bilingual then you're the odd one out basically so like how did you learn english because i don't know it's more interesting for me i guess because i never really learned a language from a young age now um, i already told you about it but i wasn't really uh, i wasn't really interested to learn many more languages than hindi but speaking of which like the group chat uh, our group chat consists of people almost from everywhere it consists of dodo and mm-hmm. dodo is basically from here but he is from another state but he also has learned english so it's easy to complicate cause english in my opinion it's quite a universal language you can speak that mostly everywhere yeah. and people would understand it and also in india in the metropolitan cities if you don't know the language of their native culture you would speak in english cuz they would understand it yeah i think that's with a, a lot of places like i know for example a french person and a catalan person could speak together in I, english i would i would like to share one of the incident like here so some people like were so retarded that one of the person was here was like um in the mu and uh, in the model united nations he got the country uk and the other person was like uh, damn these britishers these are they always used to rule us and all that and one of us ha- uh, he said that i do have a friend who is british and they they aren't particularly like all bad since it's the history it was the people who ruled us back then were bad it's not like every person from britain is mm. just kind of a uh, i wouldn't i wouldn't say that word but yeah he said the same thing it's the d word but yeah i said like it's not about the thing there it's just the people that ruled us it's not that everyone is bad and he was like no we should like stick to our culture we are more interested in learning the western culture and we have forgot about what our culture is so i think that was bit of a slog i think uh, that's very interesting i mean in well where i am we we learn about 
Western culture. We don't learn about our Eastern culture, our Eastern thing, or we don't talk about Asia basically in, in like school and, and stuff. And, and I mean, you were saying we should focus on uh, like what, like Asian culture. Um, obviously, um, with the British Empire, uh, India was a big part of that. What's the general mindset towards British people in India? Well, now it's uh, kind of good. Like it, it's not that uh, everyone hates Britain or the people, the Britishers, because uh, as you may have known of, as you have may have heard of a city in India, it's called Mumbai. So there are quite a lot of British people. Like uh, that place is uh, that place is uh, very interested in doing parties and throwing off uh, random events. And most of the events that are international are thrown there at Mumbai in India. Like if there is an international star who would visit, he would first visit that or the capital of India because they are more popular than any of the cities here. Mm. So I think uh, there were many uh, international stars who were there. So I don't think people are hating too much of any culture. Like they're not like, but yeah, there are some people who, who are like not open-minded, who are just like, um, our culture is doing good. We shouldn't be focusing on what they have to tell us or what they think about us. What? Which doesn't make any sense, in my opinion. So, I mean, you're saying that in a way that suggests that you learn about like British culture or something like in school or something, or is that not the case at all? No, we don't really learn anything about uh, British people or any of the culture in specific. It's just that um, every school has like the history part so we did learn about the history of india and it was mostly related about many places and uh, the most infamous one was when uh, we got intruded by the britishers and mm. then we have to then we had to like take our freedom back and all that so some people are still narrow-minded and uh, it's mostly the ones who are uh, generally like uh, from small uh, cities or they they are not really open to yeah. people so yeah they think it shouldn't be here that the people, uh, the Brit, uh, not really the Britishers, the foreigners here, they, they shouldn't be allowed here because that mm. would kind of ruin our culture, which I don't think so in any way. I mean, I think you get that everywhere. There's always people that don't like other people coming into the country. I mean, I don't really understand it. I mean, especially in Britain, we have uh, a lot, a lot of diversity in um, culture, or at least I think so. Um, so like lots of people from all around the world, uh, immigrate to uh, Britain but then people still have issues with it people are racist and they hate other people coming to the country or ruining the country and it's, it's still just really stupid I don't really um, understand that too much to be honest one thing I also don't understand about Indians is that they do hate uh, some of the foreigners that uh, sought to reside here but still they are uh, some of them at least are uh, they th- find that saying the n-word is really cool yeah well <laughs> that's definitely a thing that a lot of people will um will do and say and find it funny but that's just people really i don't think that's got anything to do with uh, culture as such um yeah the, so do you learn any languages at school well no actually you didn't really answer the question of how did you learn english is it just like everywhere and it's also part of hindi slightly and it kind of mixes in so that you just kind of automatically learn english or did you have to like did your parents speak english to you as a kid or something 
no my parents don't really speak english it's just like uh, i learned it in the school and it i also learned it from like all the culture that's resides here okay that's pretty interesting um cuz here learning a language at a school we don't really um i don't know you have like two lessons a week in secondary school so secondary school is when you're 12 till 16 and then you can choose to well no actually you only you do it till 12 to like 14 and then you can choose to keep taking the language so basically we don't do enough language for us to really be like fluent or anything so i had the option of taking spanish or french and i went for spanish and like i'm also doing an a level i'm not fluent like by any means at all and i'm sure some people really hard workers could probably be fluent by this stage but i just don't think that the the language learning system in britain is like very good at all or otherwise you know i may maybe be uh, like bilingual or something obviously the languages in india are a lot better uh, and also do you, is there any other language options at school or was it like just english like the language options here isn't like particularly great and uh, it's considered that if you do speak english it's quite good for you cuz in uh, india there isn't like any better language that sort to recite since you can only speak like hindi or you can speak english like i i mean you can learn different languages like you can learn french or spanish or, but you wouldn't like find necessarily find people that you can communicate with with that language yeah i guess that's why Oh, obviously english is very widely spoken but also hindi is a very um, popular language i'm pretty sure i've looked it up it's like fourth most spoken language in the world so if you can learn the the most or the second most and the fourth most then you you'll get by in pretty much everywhere i would say in the world almost um i would also like to ask you about uh, what do you personally think about your culture i mean what um, do you think about britain as in personal as in like you the languages you speak So in Britain there's like three official languages um in English we learn English uh, that's the main one it's in England we learn English in Scotland everyone speaks Scottish in Wales also most people speak English but there is a Welsh language and I'm pretty sure there's an Irish language but I literally only discovered that there was an Irish language not that long ago which really shows how like little it's spoken and how much like Welsh is spoken is also very very minimal a lot of people think it's like a dying language and it should just like stop and people should stop learning it but it's kept in the uh, education system in Welsh schools because they need to be able to pronounce their cities which have like a million letters in it um yeah in general I'm not that happy with the the language system in in the UK because as I said we well, we all speak english if if you go to like i don't know a random country for example italy if if you say okay you speak italian what other language are you going to learn normally they're probably going to lean towards learning english because it's quite a universal language for example with you you speak hindi and then you also speak english it's like because those are the the probably the the most spoken options and so in britain if you are born as the first language is english and in general you're not really surrounded by anyone who speaks any other language there's not really any particular reason to speak any other language and say if you go on holiday to say i've been to france i've been to a lot of europe people speak english anyway and it's quite a, a selfish um culture of british people to um like never learn languages basically so we just assume that other people will speak english and yeah it's a very arrogant culture and i'm not a very i'm not a fan of it because i think the general british persona that we give off is just kind of like 
stupid and arrogant, especially like abroad going on holiday. So yeah, that's kind of like my general thought well, on the language there. That's more so reside in every country, I believe. Because mm. uh, as I told you here, also people are so broad-minded that they would learn like every single language that is therefore present here in India. Which is, I think, it's like um sixty plus or so languages, mm. but they won't resort to learn English because that's just too much and yeah. that would make them. I I don't understand the thing that how that would make them uncultured, but they say that if they would speak it, they would be like uncultured, yeah. or they would be too much Western for their own country, and they would call that which isn't particularly true. Yeah, I don't think there's any of that culture around here. Like as I said, there's a lot of praise and and like positivity around being able to speak more than one language like it's seen as a very good thing and you're seen as very smart if you can speak another language which is a quite funny contrasting culture because pretty much everyone in every other country can speak at least two languages but if your first language is english you normally don't learn another language or at least if you speak like surrounded by other people who speak english um okay so my next question's um gonna be like general kind of not necessarily stereotypes but okay the next thing on my list i've got here is food and drink question mark uh talking about what's like a stereotypical meal in india or, or what you eat on average and and things like that the there are a lot of things that we eat but like the general or the one that everyone sorts to eat because uh, as you know like as you move around the different states you would have different kinds of food mm-hmm. but the one that i think everyone eats is like uh, roti is or it is also known as chapati it is made from like wheat um, like flour and you just uh, make the atta out of it and then you would just roll it into a circle and then you put it on a pan and then make a roti out of it and then there is pulses dal we have uh, we also sort to eat like vegetables like making a dish out of potatoes or brinjal or anything like that and then there is rice uh-huh. is rice like eaten a lot in meals well rice is sort of eaten as like in the final like in the final state of eating because after you eat like a lot of chapatis you would just pour the rice and then you would pour the dal on it like the pulses and then you would mix them together with the vegetable with the like the sabji and then you would use like lemons or something to make it like more delicious salt and all that hmm. and then you would eat that is there a lot of um like vegetarianism or like veganism in india yeah there is quite a lot of vegetarianism but uh, there are also many religions which do do not support vegan it's okay so as regards to religion is there religions that would affect like diet like would is there some religions that uh like discourage eating like animals or or certain animals or anything no i don't particularly think so um as in india i don't know about like the other countries i have heard that um, in america or something you can eat beef or pork chops mm-hmm. or something like that but here it it's just basically like you can eat um chicken and i am personally a vegan myself so i i don't particularly think that there is a lot of things that you can eat you can eat basically eat chicken um if you are non vegetarian and you can eat uh, eggs 
and that's that's about it i don't think you can eat any thing more than that since since cows are worshiped here as the form of goddess and uh, pigs aren't necessarily eaten for any form of diet i think you can say fish yeah fish is also eaten here uh, but uh, i can't think of any like any more animals that can be slaughtered for eating here see uh here there's literally like no rules against anything like we eat oh we eat pigs cows uh chickens uh anything in minecraft really um <laughs> and we also <laughs> sometimes we even <laughs> there's been times where people eat like horse i mean that's not that common but there's a lot of stigma around that but also a very well it's fairly common it's seen as a posh thing to eat is like deer and game it's called venison when you like cook it so things like yeah deer and animals that you hunt and uh, shoot and stuff and we basically just don't really give a shit about what we eat to be honest so as i said we're kind of an arrogant culture i guess well speaking of the arrogant culture the person in the china shouldn't have eat the bad soup already yeah (laughs) um yes um yeah, it's quite interesting. The, bat, to... the infamous, the infamous bat soup lead to all of the pandemic that is causing up right now. But I, I find it interesting how like dr- drastically different food like is because uh, with with the bat thing, like if if that was anywhere else, no one would eat a bat. But I'm sure in China that's just such a, a normal thing. And we're like, oh well, yeah, I didn't expect that. To well, as of like an article I read it yesterday or something, the thing like that bad soup that was so infamous for whole uh, this whole pandemic it's uh yet another like st- they are starting at the stall of that bad soup again so they are still going to continue making more mm. of those crispy bad uh, recipes well must be worth the uh the extreme flavor but um yeah another thing i, I wanted to bring up was um in britain we have indian restaurants and these can either be like posh sit-in dining uh, places or it's you can like order it at home and it comes in like a Tupperware box and it's normally like curry and there's like loads of chicken in it and like that's yeah. one of the main things is it's, it's like chicken curries is most of it there are vegetarian options but I find it interesting how um I like chicken what how, how common would you say is like vegetarianism uh, what exactly how common no yeah how common is people being vegetarian well there are a lot of vegetarians here but um speaking of which i, I do think that every other religion except now uh, speaking of religions i would uh, like you to tell about my religion like in my religion it's completely vegan like we can't even much eat like brinjal or much of what is it called um onions yeah and all that so it's it's not that it's like restricted to the life that you couldn't like even touch or eat that like even once but it's mostly avoided to eat that but uh, speaking of punjabis or muslims or any of the other they mostly do eat meat so yeah there is a lot of meat eaters too here what's is what's your religion my religion is jain uh, i am basically more of the non violent type of religion since it's like considered here i'm not sure if you have heard the word but it's like the ahimsa type of thing which means here neither do you harm or uh, nor one should harm you for living mm. so we don't really eat animals not anything meat related just 
in general? Yeah, so here, religion is... Well, our main religion is Christianity, but most people, I'm pretty sure, are atheists. So they, like, don't believe in any kind of religion whatsoever. And normally the Christians, like the strong believers of Christianity, they're, like, in their own kind of communities. And I don't think there's any particular restrictions with food and stuff. But um, just, like, here, the religion doesn't really play a huge impact. Or, you know, I don't know if that's the word I'm looking for. It's, like, less popular, I, I is that the word I'm looking for? I don't really know. But how how do you, I don't know, do you want to say a bit about your religion, like the beliefs and stuff? or but, uh, a, a brief study like about my religion, it's basically there are monks here. Like In our religion, we do treat monks. So monks uh, do not really wear clothes or they... They are. They don't really wear clothes, and they don't really eat like all kinds of stuff and all kinds of food. So they are basically treated as gods, and the way we uh, uh, do treat them is we invite them to eat at our homes, which isn't like you can just say that you have to come to eat to a house. We have to like do some kind of ritual, ritualistic practices, and then uh, after that, we don't have to make any mistakes. Like they don't really like any sort of uh, misunderstanding or anything happening here. Like you shouldn't be talking much. You shouldn't be uh, sort to any sort of violence or you shouldn't be, uh, you shouldn't basically be like doing anything except for serving them. And it, it isn't rude in any way. It's just like, they like peace. They, yeah. they don't want to. And uh, then you feed them and in feeding them, you don't just like, um, take up your food that you have in your house and just straight uh, let them eat that you have to make like a food uh, before they arrive like so it should be fresh and they don't res- necessarily use like spices in their food they eat their food quite um, like s- as simple as possible and uh, they just eat like fruits they drink milk and then they also uh, eat like all simple kinds of stuff without any spices or at last, like a very little amount of spices. And uh, then you have to like, uh, after they eat, you have to like uh, take the blessings and all that. And then uh, you have to leave them back at the temple. So they're basically like, the temples are basically like checkpoints for them. So all around India, there are a lot of Arjan monks um, roaming around and they sort to like stop from one temple, like to, another temple and it's not like the one temple and another temple in like the same state but it's like one temple here and then another temple here and after like a month or something they sort to go around barefooted on barefooted and they basically travel the states on their on their feet so yeah i think that's quite a lot of willpower for that because uh it isn't like any person can do it any normal person can do it so they basically go barefooted from country, um, from states to states. That's that's really interesting. How have you uh, had monks in your home to feed? Well, yeah, last year I did invite it. Uh, my my family did invite it uh, quite a lot of monks in our home to eat, and there was like this one dude who uh, who was as you understand like teenagers they don't really go along with the rules they don't play well mm. so there was this one dude because uh, even if like your family invites a monk it isn't like necessary that only your family will feed the monk. 
monk yeah. and other people can join it too and like they can use the food that you make to feed them in your home so there was this one dude who by accident or i don't know how but he was kind of rude so he dropped all of the food no um, <laughs> so um they couldn't like eat uh, oh. they, they, they eat a lot i mean they eat but uh, he he was given a responsibility to um, go feed them dry fruits but when he was on his way to make them eat them he dropped the whole bowl on them is that so, like really disrespectful um yeah hmm, is there like so they basically so they basically um left the food um then they prayed for a little bit and then they left did they not they didn't know <laughs> They, they they didn't exactly like um told us that it's disrespectful or anything but uh, and they didn't like anything like scold us or anything because that was not what they would do they would basically just like um they just uh, prayed for a minute and then just just went away hmm. oh that's really interesting that's that's it's quite cool i guess do you enjoy that is that like a, a special time to like invite a monk into your home like is that like quite a no, i i thing? i myself i i myself i'm not like the biggest religious person here mm. and uh, you have to like understand that inviting a monk to eat to your home is a quite a big responsibility since i already told you like dropping a bowl on the floor would make a lot of noise and it isn't like noise is necessarily the one thing but you, you do understand right then the food in the bowl it it was basically all wasted so yeah it was considered a disrespect so yeah so when is a monk like in your house do you talk to them or do you talk to each other or nah. do you sit in silence no, you, you they don't they don't talk while eating they they don't they don't basically talk in general they just talk to you when you ask them something and while eating the food they would um how how would i tell you it's basically like gesture or sign language so they would tell you what they want or they would tell you uh, okay what you should serve and then after serving then if they tell you to like um, move away so that the others could also feed them so yeah. you have to okay so but you said you had to prepare the food before they get there what if they order something else that you don't have well you basically have to prepare the food before they arrive your uh, home like an hour before or something like that if you can prepare and uh, it's not it's the same food like we have but it's not with like here the here the chapatis are also served with um, how do i what is it like um it's ghee uh, what is it called uh, butter or something mm-hmm. so yeah they have to serve it with that and they don't they don't eat the chapatis with the butter or anything they don't also use the spices they try to eat like the food as yeah pretty plain food okay and another thing uh i was going to ask about uh cutlery uh cuz i feel like there's a as a uh, people assume here that yeah in india like knives forks and stuff aren't really used that much uh, is that true at all well the cutlery here is basically made from steel so it's a uh... what was your question again like so, it's not used so or... it, it, so a lot of people here assume that in india people use like their hands or use like like i don't know bits of bread and and stuff to to eat rather than using knives and forks as much yeah i was asking if that was true yeah kind of 
because as you can like we don't really eat like omelets or anything mm-hmm. like that or, or like breads or anything in general so they uh, they use kind of their hands for eating yeah if i talk if i told you about the chapati so a chapati is basically like a big um, circle of flour mm-hmm. which is like which is uh, put on a pan to fry and uh, or like bake and so it it can necessarily be like uh, eaten by a fork or a knife because how would you even do that yeah. and also the uh, earlier i told you about the uh, rice so the rice here are also like mixed with the hands rather than they are mixed with a spoon or something yeah hello yeah hello there welcome um okay start with a little disclaimer uh we may well i over i panicked and thought i had an issue with the audio turns out we don't but um continuing uh do you remember where we left off well we kind of left off where uh, i was explaining to you about how uh, how it is kind of considered as a disrespect uh, if you do mess up uh well making the monks eat the food that you serve okay um would you like to continue with that or are you about done well uh, that was kind of it that there's not much really like you have to understand to do yeah. that okay well that's um so monks are seen as like very high like respectable people yeah okay they are kind of understood as like the elite members of the Uh, what is it called the religion yeah. okay um so my next um question kind of loosely related to uh religion and it's about holidays and by holidays i mean things like say within the christian uh, community you've got like christmas easter uh, and they're like celebrated uh, and i was just going to ask if you have similar holidays is christmas at all celebrated halloween perhaps i'm pretty sure that's an american thing uh, or uh, do you have any of your own for your own religion or for india there are kind of like there um yeah there are quite a lot of christians here so yeah christmas is celebrated there's also good friday mm-hmm. so there's a holiday then we do also have like um two or three kinds of holidays it's like the one of the like so in our religion uh, there were like 24 24 gods mm-hmm. each one of them was a sim- each one of them has a symbol and they were all all like um they were all like different kinds of um good things yeah. like as in one was like of peace one was for happiness one was for like that so there are quite a lot of um like there so there is like considered four kinds of things like the ones when they were born so as of the 24 gods that we had back then uh, they were all not particularly like a normal person they were born into the houses of kings or yeah. mostly the rich people and then something happened in their life which led them to become as like the symbol of peace and yeah. all that so this one god who was basically going to be the next king of one age while the, one of the dancers in his what is it called one of the dancers in his lobby is it called lobby is it called something so you basically understand like the kings used to watch yeah, dance yeah. so 
So one of the dancers there who, uh, traditional dancers who just like fainted there and later it was found out that she died from exhaustion. Okay. dancing too much because she basically had to like feed her family so she used to dance at the royal uh, what is it called programs yeah. and she couldn't catch a rest so by seeing this and by seeing like the, the condition of the workers and of the people that used to work in the palace this the prince who was going to become a king he uh, he didn't want it to be a king he wanted to be someone who people can look up to as as like a symbol of peace yeah. and happiness and all that yeah that's how most of the gods here were found so they used to um, go up uh, on the top of hills and then they they used to think about god a lot then they also used to um, pray a lot and it kind of worked out like in the end they used to uh, go into the heavens and that's how the, they would first gain all the knowledge that they need to require then they basically uh, went to heaven in that so yeah that's how most of the gods here were so uh, there are quite a lot of like um holidays like when they were born or one was there when one of them like got all the knowledge in of the world and basically stuff like that so it's yeah, pretty cool um there's uh, uh also let's talk about and hello Halloween um no Halloween isn't like particularly celebrated here it's mostly um kind of celebrated now as in like the big cities yeah. here but it's not like everyone is kind of understands what a hello a Halloween culture is called they don't understand that um how why would why should we like have candies and then have kids mm. they they consider kids uh, most neighbors consider kids as kind of brats so they they don't even like see them okay. talk to them why would they give them yeah. candies with the little brats always roaming around our houses or which, why should we give them candy yeah. okay um and other kind of holiday uh I, I i'm pretty sure i don't even know if holiday is only used in in like as british english uh, or vacation do you for like vacations holidays and stuff um do you go like abroad or traveling or like have you been a, like to many other countries and is that common for people in india no not exactly we basically like go around our states cuz india india is quite a big of mm. a country so we basically like roam around it and like there isn't like um, if we live in india we only resort to have like go around the states and all that there are kind of people who would go around like in different countries like for um vacation or for studies or yeah. for any of the others searching for job for a residentship and all that um so i was going to talk about uh opinions on on like drinking and uh drugs um like what's the legal age of um the legal age to drink here is like 18 and speaking of drugs india is um, i i don't know if you have heard it but india is uh, right as of right now like most of the stars and all that here um they are kind of stuck in a big scandal of drugs what kind of uh, drugs mm, i think they were smoking something like weed they were also having uh, 
I don't really necessarily know much about drugs, but I think there was marijuana and uh, yeah. weed, and uh, there was also some like weird pills. Uh, I, I don't really What's understand. What's the uh, general uh, like attitude and mindset towards uh, drugs? The general attitude, like here, um, like if you drink that school, if you do something else like uh, drugs and all that, they are not necessarily treated as like. very cash grabby money of you cuz that's not generally allowed and uh, people still sort to resort to like cocaine and uh, speaking of which um, weed is getting like quite popular in yeah. india people do kind of love weed uh, I, i i don't really understand the concept and anything but i myself i have uh, never dr- drank alcohol by, by like any means and you're 18 right and yeah. you never had alcohol see if you were to say that in britain people would call you out <laughs> bullshit that's not true because um in britain um you can legally drink at home uh with a responsible adult at the age of 5 and a lot of people would from other places would say no that's bullshit but if you look it up it's definitely true you can uh sit in a restaurant if you're with a if you have a meal and you with a over 18 year old you can buy alcohol at age of 16 but in any other example it's 18 and so you so basically if you are um, what's the like the age that you can drink alcohol on your on, own on your own is 18 but um there's so many people have uh, either like fake IDs or they steal alcohol from their parents or or, or things like that like underage drinking is is so common i know it's probably even more common in like america because or well, in, in the usa i'm pretty sure legal age of drinking is like 21 and, and it's so high like an, of an age that people the underage drinking is incredibly common uh, how common is underage drinking in india well in the indians mostly like a resort to uh, like if you have become um, more than 12 or 13 your friends would call you a pussy if you don't mm. drink, at least drink um beer or yeah. something so beer is quite popular here um alcohol um yeah maybe as you become like 14 or 15 kids uh, do generally sort to have these kinds of thing like they would send like one of the workers or maid from their homes or then pay them money to like go and buy this thing yeah. cuz they can't generally like go around buying this mm. shit cuz that's illegal but uh, yeah they they used to like smoke pot or something they also have like cigarettes and yeah that. i think um yeah <laughs> i had nothing else to say there um yeah so as uh, but speaking of britain it's it's quite interesting like how you can be uh, just like you you just um, woke uh, you are woke and you can drink with your parents like as soon as you become uh, an age where you understand things you can just like yeah <laughs> go around have a bottle I don't know if that's a, a, good, a, a good rule to have cuz I, <laughs> i guess it i think it's i think it's good i think to have when well, there's like a lot of that culture with many things people say oh you should legalize weed cuz you can like regulate it more or legalizing prostitution and things i know they're very drastically different well fairly drastically different from alcohol uh, speaking of that uh, have you have you drank like anything except uh, like have you drank like anything alcohol again as an alcohol uh, yes yeah. i i Well, tried started having alcohol like 14 um i didn't really like it that much but nowadays well at this age like you know i'm 16 um 
16 and a half. Um, but yeah, everyone everyone drinks before 18. Uh, it, it, there's like no question about it. Some, well, okay, I say everyone. It, it's most most people, I think, would say probably start drinking at about like 14, like parties and stuff. Like I've got a lot of friends with like fake IDs. Uh, like it, it's so common. The teenage, the teenage, the teenage starts drinking like before anyone could have realized mm. it. Um, I think I've, I don't have that many more topics to talk about. I guess it kind of uh, depends on... Uh, so one thing that I, I, I learned about like certain places in Europe, uh, this, this one's not that interesting. Uh, for your like, marriage and, and things and like uh, surnames and stuff, I know in, in Spain, you know, when a woman gets married, uh, she keeps her, her, like, her name, her surname. Whereas, say, in Britain, she takes the name of her father. And when they have kids, um, the kid has uh, both surnames of both parents as, like, a double bar name. And in the UK, they just take the father's yeah. name. I, I don't know if that's if there's any differences, perhaps, in India. No, there isn't, like, any difference. Like, when a woman is married in India, she uh, she sorts to reside, like, mostly, um, as, as if not considering the time that is of right now, they were mostly taking the name of, like, the man they're married to and the children, if there is any children. The children would have the name, uh, not the name, the surname of the um, male mm. parent. And as of right now, like, uh, people find it cool. Like, most of it, it's most in celebrities, like, where you will find that the woman would, keep her son name and also the and also adopt the son name of the male is that, um rare to happen in india yeah quite so i think in the uk it's it's not it's more common to just take the 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 husband's name but there is a lot of cases i'd say about maybe like 10 percent. and then you also some kids do have like what they call double barrel names where you take uh one both surnames and, and then but like hyphenate them um I was just interested to see if that might be something in India. Uh, then I think I'm almost about to... Well, speaking of that, I am quite interested about like the surnames in um, foreign countries because in India you would uh, kind of resort to like names and surnames that you would find in like certain states. Like if you would say you are in uh, one of the states known as Punjab, where there are Punjabis, um, you would mostly find the surnames as Singh or something like that. Yeah. But in, in like foreign countries, you would learn like a lot of, um, lot of surnames like Banks or mm. even Parker or something like that. Like a lot of surnames. Like more Western more... surnames, like in India. Yeah. In India, you don't, necessarily like here a lot of surnames mm. there are quite a lot which are um quite effective i would say like uh, the surnames here don't really like make any sense and as often like uh, foreign states they are there are quite a lot of surnames that um kind of interests me i have an interest of like learning more about their mm. culture but on the other hand i kind of wonder like where would they they come from because you basically can't uh, get off a person's religion by knowing their son name in foreign countries that's just my opinion i I think there is a lot of um or just in names in general a lot of people uh, get them from uh like religion and stuff and they can mean different things so for example the most common name in the world is muhammad so like that's comes from religion and, and uh, there's it's quite a big influence in obviously lots of places 
whereas in like, I think the UK, you know, I think I was named after a celebrity or Liam Neeson or something. There's like no significant meaning particularly there. The other thing I was going to talk about was middle names. Uh, do you have middle names? Um, middle names here resort to like there isn't like any middle name that is resort to like having like the barrel names that you discussed earlier. There isn't like you would to take two surnames and then uh, mash them together or write them together by a hyphen uh, separating them. Middle names here you can there is not necessity you can take your father's name. So you would basically write your name and then you would write your father's name and then you would write the yeah. surname. But that's not necessarily any uh, any necessity here. So it's it's you're not obliged to no, do that. I mean, too. you're not obliged to have middle names in uh, Britain either. It's it, but it's very very common because it's a way of bringing more legacy in the family. Uh, so very often it's a way of uh, having. So obviously, so I I took my um, my dad's surname. Yeah. A part of India has like this kind of. Um, uh, this kind of culture but uh, it's so hard that uh, i might i mean you would laugh at it so uh, basically consider yourself like uh, if you are an indian here living in the southern states like uh, like the southern um, yeah southern state and uh, your name was some uh, let's consider your name was like liam um, let's consider that and then your there was your father's name and you would have to remember your name, then you have to remember your father's name, you have to remember your grandparent yeah, name, and then the parent of your grandparent, wow. and then also uh, the f- one who was quite popular in your family, and then also like uh, the one who was the most elderest in your family. So the name here um, gets quite big if you do understand, because let's say if I mash your names with quite a lot of names like Liam, um, Tony, uh, uh, Steve, and Shanti, um, Steph and all that match those names together and then at the end I would like um, Banks yeah. <laughs> uh, there are I think the most um, names someone would have here some people have two or three middle names but middle names um, I think in very common to have uh, like an aspect of your mother's side um, the family so my middle name is the same as my mum's dad's middle name um, so it's kind of a way of bringing it into the family and the very often middle so your mom's name your mom's my mom's dad's middle name so my granddad's middle name is my middle name and it's a way of bringing over the the mother's side of the family legacy so like yeah it's kind of like being legacy yeah, so my uh, sister's middle name is the same as my mom's middle name and it's i i think it's very common to have a bit of your mom's side of the family in your middle name i mean this isn't always the case it, it, you, you can like mix it up or have whatever you want some people have kind of like my name my name doesn't really matter, like my name or my surname, because my mom, um, she was, she had the same surname as my dad okay. had. So she didn't have to change it. Anyway. So that didn't make any change. So it, it, no one can say that you would have put your like father's mm. surname or do you have put your mother's surname because they both yeah. are same. So it doesn't really. Okay. Um, I think that's roughly all I was going to maybe ask about. Uh, music culture but i feel like i've got i've already spoken a lot and we might do another episode with you later on so i feel like we're probably going to wrap it up about that do you have anything else you would like to add well uh, i would like to ask about the meme type of thing that uh, uh, how do you think uh, um, the queen of britain is like still residing because i have heard that you you had told me that (laughs) it's like a kind of a thing that you have to um live more than your predecessor <laughs> yeah, yeah um basically but i, I 
think that the queen has lived um, quite a lot. I, I, she has like surpassed her predecessor quite from quite a lot. Yeah, of... I don't know how her son's going to keep up. Uh, <laughs> Prince Charles is already uh, in his sixties uh, by the time he becomes king. That's another thing is in in the so uh, in the USA. Uh, on coins, on money, you've got Washington, I'm pretty sure. I have no idea, really, but I'm pretty sure it's George Washington, the first president. <laughs> Whereas here in the UK, we have Queen Elizabeth II, and she's been the reigning monarch for 60 years, so no worries, really. But Ch- Charles, her son, is not... He's pretty old. So if we change all of our currency to have Charles's face on it, in like a year after that, we'll have to change it again because the coin has just lived too long. But... um yeah, I don't really know what's going on with that. I don't know why she's still alive. <laughs> kind of OP, kind of OP. Please no. Um, kind of joking about someone's living, <laughs> but I, I do really. She has, she, she has quite a lot of totems of undying because <laughs> she has heard somewhere that dying is gay because that is a lot. <laughs> she has a lot of points. I do believe, like, uh, it's. I'm, I'm saying it in a sarcastic way because I, I don't want any <laughs> kind of fight or anything later if someone hears this podcast. So I do believe, like, uh, during the downfall of London, uh, during the downfall of downfall of Britain, which I don't really personally mean <laughs> in any way, but during the downfall, like, if someone tries to invade UK and put it on the ground, like, completely destroyed. I think the main boss would be <laughs> the queen of England. Yeah. She, just, she just can't die. <laughs> That's why we've never had an uprising in Britain. Yeah. It's just because the queen is just OP. Yeah, because as of like um, speaking about different countries, there was like one kind of ruler who had like completely changed the whole um, way the kingdom or the country was residing to. But here, as in in UK, I don't think there has been much changes because the <laughs> Queen just doesn't in any way. So there's no like uprising, or there isn't like any particular ruler who was like in the past who decided to like I mean, invade Britain and completely that change. That has it. happened. That definitely has happened. I mean, I'm sure we could probably have another podcast where we talk about history and culture more. But, like, I, I live in, in Hastings, uh, which is where a, a big battle happened, where France invaded and we got a French king, and, and that completely changed everything. But no one uprised against him because basically everyone in Britain were pussies and <laughs> couldn't really, uh, yeah, they didn't do anything. They didn't oh, uprise. But, yeah, yeah, now it's impossible to uprise because yeah. of the Queen. Well, Russia also invaded, I think it invaded France. It was Prussia, I think. It was not mm. Russia. Well, so it invaded like France. So they had to learn like German instead of yeah, French. There's... there's quite a lot of quarrels. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so anything else? The Queen still resides. The Queen meme still resides. That there have been a lot of people waiting for like, if the Queen dies, we will post these memes. And if... but um, I I do think that one day some people like the, our our whole group chat is gonna meet the Queen. <laughs> Taking a photo with the immortal. <laughs> yeah, um, so, there are a stupid amount of me. There's <laughs> like a video online that says, What happens when the Queen dies? And there's just got a picture of Big Ben blowing up in the background. <laughs> I just don't understand it. I think the NHS, I think the NHS British healthcare is just too OP <laughs> that, she, uh, that they don't let the Queen die. That's, that's her lifelink. The, the NHS gives her totems of undying. And, 
she's just immortal now <laughs> but that meme was quite like good where you said like what would happen if the queen dies <laughs> the big ben explodes some video on youtube but anyway we're kind of going off on tangent here uh as i said i'd be happy yeah. to have you on again on another podcast but i think that's about time to wrap that it up yeah i quite enjoyed it here uh, thanks for inviting me right. thank you very much you're a very very good uh guest I would also like to say one thing, the thing that I said last time, that uh, you either die a simp or... ...long enough to become a thought slayer. Words to live by. Right. Anyways. (laughs)